Listen, all you New Yorkers. You Taxi. Okay, man, we're looking around. This is the 77 WABC minicast. With us today is Mario Economo. He is a banker from the three largest banks in, in the country. And uh, he usually comes with us on a Sunday morning and give us an update what's going on in Europe. Um, Mario, I understand there's some interesting things going on. Would you fill in the American people? Uh, yes. Good morning, uh, Katz Roundtable. Uh, we know that uh, on Friday, the large container ship company Maersk uh, line, as well as Hapag Lloyd, have pretty much suspended operations through the Red Sea and the Suez Canal. This is as a result of the recent attacks by the Yemeni Houthis uh, that are firing missiles at various merchant ships and trying to sink them. They've actually hit some ships. Uh, they've actually seized other ships, and they're holding them um, in their ports. And the situation, obviously, is very volatile. So these companies that have these container ships are recommending and actually instructing their operators not to go through there. Now, what does that mean? That means that on the back of what we saw with respect to supply chain disruptions as a result of the COVID pandemic, we're going to once again see this happen. Um, and it's going to depend how long this goes on for, but it's, it's rather obvious that the Houthis in Yemen are not going to stop firing missiles. And in fact, they've said that they will hit any ship, uh, any Western ship that comes through there. So obviously this is going to increase uh, shipping at times as the ships will have to make their way around Africa. It's going to disrupt supply chains and it's going to actually increase the cost of uh, products that are shipped from China uh, into Europe, Western Europe, Southern Europe, as That's well as Africa, seri- for that matter. Serious amount of money, uh, serious amount of time, and this is serious. Uh, now, you said it's going to cost more for the Chinese. It's the Chinese ships or the other ships that uh, the Houthis don't like that are carrying Chinese products. What say you? It's uh, it's uh, they are attacking essentially Western interests, uh, but of course these ships carry containers uh, they uh, which are chartered by Chinese companies uh, to ship their goods around the world. So this is actually going to be. We know that China is a very large producer of all sorts of things. So we know that this is now going to have an impact on products that are being that are coming out of China. And this will actually make the situation with respect to inflation, um, whereas it was looking that things were getting a little bit better, it's actually now going to deteriorate once again rather rapidly. So this is, they, the Houthis have actually succeeded in what their goal was, which was to disrupt shipping through the Red Sea and the Suez Canal, uh, and therefore to disrupt global supply chains. That is very, very serious. Uh, how's the rest of Europe doing? What do you hear? Give me a quick uh, uh, analysis. Uh, well, they're actually meeting. The Europeans are meeting. The prime ministers and presidents are meeting in Brussels uh, this week. Uh, they've met, and they're going to be discussing several things, one of which was the, uh, the beginning of talks for Ukraine to join the European Union. There was one holdout, and that was, of course, Hungary's uh, Orban. Uh, He was not going to sign. He was going to veto it. 
But apparently when the voting came around, he actually left the room and the, uh, the, 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 the measure was actually passed. So Ukraine now is going to start the process of joining the European Union. That's not NATO. People should not get confused. It has nothing to do with NATO, but they will begin that process. Uh, Orban, however, did um, decline to vote in favor of, and therefore the EU is going to withhold 50 billion euros that they were going to actually give to the Ukraine. So he's actually succeeded in um, making sure that they will not be getting any additional money. Wow. Uh, and uh, uh, what else is going on uh, with uh, uh, interest rates? I understand uh, Russia has increased their central bank rate to what, 16% or something? Yeah, we need to stop focusing on all these uh, horror stories that people keep discussing with respect to Russia. Russia Russia has essentially won the war in the Ukraine. Everything that's happening now is just uh, prolonging the pain and the suffering of the Ukrainian men and women at this point who are actually fighting on the front lines. We need to uh, we need to actually sit down and speak to the Russians. I'm not sure what the Europeans are doing and what they're thinking. The idea that the Europeans believe they can actually wage any type of a war against the Russians is absurd at best. Um, we know that in Germany, the uh, chancellor there is uh, actually in very, very deep trouble with respect to his uh, polling numbers. And if we look at what, what used to be the eastern part of Germany, the AFD, which is the far-right party, is polling at 32 percent. They're essentially in first place. So well, uh, the I reality mean, you, is... You can make some breaking news. I mean, in your opinion, in your opinion... Russia has won the war, and the, the story is, how do we uh, settle things down? Well, the, the, the story is that Russia has won the war. Now what we need to do is what I said about 15 months ago uh, when I suggested that everybody sit down and speak to the Russians because at this point, everything that uh, President Putin and Russia have taken, they will not return. And if they keep pushing westward, the more land they take, the less they're going to be prepared to give back. So there is an opportunity now. They're probably going to lose 25% of their land. If everybody decides to dig their heels in and try to fight a war that they're not going to win, Ukraine could actually lose more land. And I can't stress this enough, but Americans need to understand there is no large standing army in Europe that can go and fight the Russians. I don't know why the Europeans think there is. I don't know why the Americans believe there's some type of a European Marine expeditionary force that can go. None of that stuff exists. Understood. You've seen, you've seen, Mr. Katsimatidis, I've sent you articles, literature, the number of artillery pieces that the European Union has, including the United Kingdom, pale in comparison with respect to what the Russians have. And the Russians have used the last 18 months to improve their weapon systems, and they have a lot of them. So I'm not sure what the end game is here, but I think everybody needs to sit down. You can keep cutting checks, but it's not going to make a difference. The outcome has already been decided. Now what everybody needs to do is sit down and figure out how to stop this thing from spreading while there's another large situation ongoing in the Middle East which there, too, looks like it could realistically spread.
Mario Kanamu, thank you for coming on this uh, Sunday morning, and uh, let's continue to talk. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Captain Matthews. Enjoy your day. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.